What's up, fellow freaks? I'm Zach, your host of the Ox Podcast, bringing you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom, 10 minutes or less, no bullshit, no topic off limits. If any episode of the Ox has made your life better in some small way, please take a few seconds to send this podcast to someone else. The best way to spread love is to share what you love. Now, without further ado, let's dive in. BJ Miller on a better way to die. One could argue that everything we do in life is, in a way, something to distract us from the fact that we will die. Maybe instead of distracting ourselves with work, things, and substances, we should spend some time thinking about how we want to die. Dying is a thing we do, and we will do. And some people do it better than others. Some people are given the opportunity to do it better than others. And if dying is an experience that can be improved, why is it something we rarely pay attention to? It's the last act. Imagine if Quentin Tarantino directed Django Unchained right up until the glorious and gory plantation shootout. And then right before the shootout, he decided, hey, let's just leave the cameras rolling and whatever happens, happens. That's how I tend to think about death, since it seems so far away. Let whatever happen, happen. Maybe I'll die from a brain aneurysm while recording this podcast. Hopefully not. It's a possibility. But B.J. Miller offers a different insight on death. B.J. Miller is a palliative care physician at the University of California, San Francisco. According to his bio... In his work and end-of-life care, he seeks to connect art, spirituality, and medicine. He also lost three limbs in an accident when he was younger, which you can hear him speak about more in his TED Talk titled, What Really Matters at the End of Life. And you can find that by searching it on YouTube. I want to pick out a couple things from this TED talk that stood out to me, a couple quotes that BJ said that made me think about things in my own life and some of my own expectations about death. The first thing that BJ Miller says, or the first thing that I will point out about what BJ Miller said in his TED talk is about baked cookies. And he says this on working with people towards the end of their lives and, and, getting them to be enthusiastic and diving into the senses. B.J. Miller says this. He says, quote, One of the most tried and true interventions we know of is to bake cookies. As long as we have our senses, even just one, we have the possibility of accessing what makes us feel human, what makes us feel connected. And he said, he said this despite the fact that most residents don't eat eat much. They don't they don't have a huge appetite um, for one reason or another. But apparently they love what baking cookies does to their senses. The the taste, the smell, the experience. And I want to be able to experience those types of things and more on the way out. And it's important that towards the end of our life, 
it seems like we lose some of the strength of our senses, like the smelling, like the hearing, like the tasting, like the seeing, that we need even stronger versions of those things. And that maybe that's why baking cookies resonates so much with the residents is because it's such a strong aroma. It's such a strong smell of sweet chocolatey goodness that even if someone has a dulled sense of smell, it'll still invite this warm feeling into your nostrils. I love smelling baked cookies. I love sticking my face into a bag of marijuana and smelling it uh, like it's the last breath I ever take. Even if, uh, you know, I, I don't smoke that often. I love the smell of weed, though. I love the smell of gasoline. You know, maybe end of life facilities should have different rooms with different smells where you can go in and, and smell different shit that not actual shit. I mean, unless <laughs> that's what you wanted. Um, but different rooms where you go around and smell things and, and different rooms that apply to your senses in different ways that excite you towards the end of your life. Because, you know, you're not working. You're not trying to build anything. You're you're experiencing. You're, you're living even though your life is coming to a close. You're, you're trying to go out on a, a high note. So the baking cookies quote by B.J. Miller really stood out to me. The second thing he said is that we should make space, physical, psychic room to allow life to play itself all the way out. So that rather than just getting out of the way, aging and dying can become a process of crescendo to the end. Rather than just getting out of the way, aging and dying can become a process of crescendo to the end. When I would go visit my grandma in an end-of-life home care facility on Long Island, which was great, by the way, you know, I've I, I want to say that I, I'm no expert in palliative care. I'm, I don't know what it takes to run facilities like this. I know that end-of-life facilities are a business, and like any other business, they care about cutting costs and maximizing profits. So they are restricted in ways that they can operate, and, and maybe we need a structural change, a systemic change. But when I would go visit my grandma in this facility, she always seemed like she was in a semi-comatose state. Like she wasn't really picking up on what was going on around her. She'd occasionally say things and, and speak back and, you know, do something to let you know that there's someone home, there's someone inside. But but often there, she wouldn't do much. She wouldn't say much. She wouldn't move much and I thought that that was just the way things were that's how people are that's how she is towards the end of her life and then we started to roll her into the the uh dining room area the kind of the kitchen area when we would hang out to her and we started bringing these headphones and playing her music Frank Sinatra and we would blast it loud because her hearing was not great 
And when she heard Frank Sinatra and other old music from her youth, she would leap out of this semi-comatose state into a smiling, straightened, brightened one. And it was literally like someone plugged her back into life. By playing her music for a few minutes, she shot up in her chair. She was like moving, dancing around with her arms. And she, and it didn't only last for when the music was playing. It was, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, a couple hours after that too. She was just in a heightened state of awareness. It seemed like she wanted whatever it was more after that she wanted food more she wanted to talk more she wanted and she wanted all those things and I thought about when I was listening to BJ Miller talk in his TED talk you know why why should she have to wait until someone from my family goes to visit her to feel that to play her music why is that not centered around why is the experience of dying and the experience of end of life not centered around the senses and you know as bj miller points out then the number one thing is minimizing suffering the number one design and number two should be to focus on the senses and focus on what you feel what you hear what you touch and so why isn't it centered around that you know she my grandma was getting so much joy out of music playing why is that not a centerpiece of her experience in the end of care facility? And I'm sure, you know, she heard music sometimes, but it wasn't like a, a scheduled thing she would do every day. And I would like to be in a position for the end of my life and, and you know, for my parents as well to where they are doing things that excite their senses. And, and again, I know that there's, money and and budgets and and things that come into play that and and a lot of things are out of the control of the people that work at these facilities but it's something worth thinking about it's something worth thinking about because death is a thing we do and if we can we do it we can optimize towards the things that we value about that process and so if we value ease of suffering and the senses, then we can shift that process around it. How can we make death a crescendo? Like BJ Miller says, you know, I want to go out laughing, drinking, smoking, smelling baked cookies, talking to friends, listening to music. I want, even though my body may be on the decline, I want my spirit to be shot out of a fucking cannon at the end of my life. I don't want to, there's no reason your spirit and your body have to continue in the same direction. Your spirit should continue to grow and, and continue to do exciting things. And can, and the, the root of the spirit is the, the senses and the mindfulness and the things that you're presented with. So that is something I was thinking about after this Ted talk. And Thank you to BJ Miller for the work you do. Please go check out his TED Talk called What Really Matters at the End of Life on YouTube. I hope it moves you the way that it did me.